0: Welcome to funny to a certain extent, you dummies. (laughs) They're so dumb.
1: what's going on everyone welcome to funny to a certain extent as always i am our host alan the bubble bear acosta with my co-host ryan the brown bear lopez
0: hello everybody uh it's me it's me it's the brown oh, i don't know i was gonna try to rhyme something and i fucked up <laughs> <laughs>
1: well there you go At least you should be honest but yes we got the brown bear in the house i'm in the house uh, it is episode 38, guys. It is officially March. Um, March, we got... What do we got? St. Patrick's Day. Um, the Ides of
0: March. Um,
1: yeah, March of Dimes. <laughs> um, um, what's the marching song? The When the Saints go marching in. When the Saints go marching in. We got Black Parade. Um, that's yeah, also yeah. a marching one. March uh, Madness. There you go. March Madness. And last but not least, March is... The one year anniversary for this podcast. We don't know exactly what day. We got to look it up, but we did you one You don't year... even remember our anniversary? Oh, I. You know what? I'm, I'm of bad shit. with it. What's our anniversary? you know? It's <laughs> over. No, it doesn't matter. You should know.
0: It's over. <laughs> but yeah, at off. some
1: point this month, we will drop our one year anniversary episode. So you guys can look forward to that. We might, we'll have some review. Who knows what we're going to have for that. We still got to get that one planned. And that one's going to be a great one year spectacular for you. But it is March. We got through sh- a short month of February. February was another great month of nothing for me and ryan
0: so um yeah (laughs) what's going on that means nothing's going bad you know what i mean (laughs) yeah
1: well mm, (laughs) there's kind of one thing going (laughs) bad (laughs) but again we are not a political political podcast so we are not gonna fully get into that until we get our conspiracy guy on here but it is march guys so we are in the third month of the new year, so let's get this third month going.
0: Ryan, what is entertaining you this week? This week, what's entertaining me? I'm just still on that Top Chef. I can uh, put it on every night before I go to sleep, catch an episode. I'm on season eight. There's like 19 seasons of the. show. I was show. about I'm to say, how All many stars. seasons was it? There is like 19 of them, but Jeez. I just love watching that shit. But uh, other than that, I heard that there's a Kanye documentary that just came out on HBO Max, I think. Ooh. And I love me some Kanye, so Who I'll not be watching that this week.
1: Yeah, so we got the Kanye documentary. I'm still heavy on YouTube right now. Nothing too—oh, yeah, actually, I did recently get into uh, deep-sea exploration documentaries on YouTube. Uh, it is scaring the shit out of me because it is terrifying up with all the animals down there. and It's crazy, but it's super interesting.
0: I just pictured that one fish with the little light hanging over. Yeah, his that's head like a. He, a it's or?
1: like an angler fish or something. Yeah, it, uh, those things are super creepy. It, it's crazy. It's just like, it's so deep, and it, everyone's just like, you know, that's kind of so what space deep. is like. It's it's nuts. So deep, but yeah that's uh that's what that's what's you getting should, me going
0: you, you should get into the uh that magnet fishing and whatever the where they throw the magnets oh like the the, the big
1: ass heavy magnets and yeah. they just like drag it yeah that's pretty See, cool you too. Pull,
0: like a, a titanic out or
1: something or a gun or something or a bike that would be pretty <laughs> <Good>. cool <laughs> some murder weapon right <laughs> but yeah there you go i mean um things. february is officially over the month of love black history month is over but let us not forget black history is every day for for some of you out there but um <laughs> <laughs> <For> summer, <yeah. laughs> uh, also we did uh football is officially over unfortunately um, uh, mine and ryan's bold predi- predictions did not come true a lot of the bets if you did less in the l- last episode we were way off on a lot of those bets so <sighs> we are what how many months do we have until football starts again
0: I'd probably say, well, the draft is in probably like in May or something. Yeah. Which is like another one of my Super Bowls. Then yeah, you are a draft guy. August, I think, was when they start getting back.
1: So there that's you go. I so know. we have a couple months. So, I mean, we have we have base basketball if you're into basketball. I think baseball is going to start sometime, spring ball and all that. So uh, NASCAR We're started to work ourselves. Yeah, that's, that's going to be rough. But you know what? It is um, – It's still early in the year, and for those of you who are, do you think, how many people do you think dropped their New Year's resolutions already?
0: Mm, I'm going to say
1: 62%. 62% of you guys have already given up on your (laughs) New Year's resolutions, (laughs) but part of that 62% is not the Funny To A Certain Extent podcast because we are still going with our New Year's resolution of getting into horoscopes and spiritually getting in there. It's not really going according to plan, but we're sticking with it. So Spiritually getting in that ass. <laughs> so let me read to uh, tomorrow's horoscope because today, again, we do this later in the day and it's already done. So, hey, we focus on the future, not the present, not the past, but we look into the future and how we can better ourselves,
0: right? And, and today, t- tomorrow is never promised. Exactly. That's why they call the present a gift. A, a present, a <laughs> gift.
1: It's yeah, so cool. I
0: mean, for yeah, for all we right. know, we can die in our sleep tonight. You just, you just never know. <laughs> Somebody could break in and yeah. murder us. Oh, my God.
1: Well, yeah, but you know what? You know, someone can murder you guys as well, not just me and Ryan. So just think about that. It's fine. We'll be okay. But
0: That, that noise out in the alley, uh, check on that for sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so tomorrow's horoscope for us, Capricorn says, Capricorn, your love of nostalgia and pop culture sets you aside from the 11 other signs. Travel back in time with the Orange Years, the Nickelodeon story on Hulu, which is a documentary about the TV channel's early days. Writers, actors, and show creators are interviewed about how they shaped a generation of programming for children. TV shows like You Can't Do That on television and Double Dare are featured as well as Nick's Primetime Spotlight, which was geared towards older children and teens. We also see how the network launched the careers of some of today's actors. I was about. <laughs> I had to finish reading that before somehow Nickelodeon or they're they're plugging themselves in fucking horoscopes now.
0: Can, can you sponsor horoscopes? I didn't know this was like a thing.
1: What is this world coming to, Ryan? It is twenty
0: twenty two. Is there anything sacred anymore, Ryan? Nothing is sacred, dude. Uh, these advertisements are driving me nuts. Jeez. But I I saw I saw something about. Um, Certain apps were like gonna read your eyes to see if you're looking at the ads or if you're like looking at your phone And nets, they, w- they were gonna like <coughs> pause your ads until you look up or something like that bro It's like the movie uh, pop stars never stop stopping never stops stoppin'. There's gonna be th- there's gonna be a pl- um ads in your uh, Fucking blenders your your refrigerators all your appliances
1: Well, it already happened with uh, what that YouTube album that came out on on everyone's iPhone or whatever, right?
0: Uh, yeah yeah, everybody hated it. Um TVs I think come with um ads now. Like certain ones come with uh, a setup where you know, Yeah, the, I the think it's all automatic like because ad?
1: Yeah, if you get a smart TV, it's uh, like Roku and stuff like that, it's going to have the ads already stuff on there on there. But um
0: TVs are coming with <laughs> Domino's pizza trackers and all that good stuff.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's technology for the good. That's not bad, I feel. Yeah,
0: for the greater good.
1: <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That, that's our horoscope. We're sticking with it. Um
0: are you gonna Are you gonna follow the Are you gonna watch the <laughs>
1: do I don't know. the I mean,
0: Nickelodeon years, or? not really.
1: On because I listen. I grew up on Nickelodeon. Thankfully, and Nickelodeon was great back in the the nineties and two thousands. Um, but I really don't care. You know who cares about all those actors? Or they weren't even real actors. You know.
0: There's a uh, There's a YouTube <laughs> channel called Defunct Land. I don't know if I mentioned it before, mm-hmm. but it'll go into like specific shows and like how they started and uh, like the whole like the whole um process of like the, like the birth and the death of the show oh like okay that. I think you have um, you have told me about that they had uh where in the world is Carmen San Diego they Ooh. had um, Legend of the hidden temples like so they had shows like that which I was watching and I was just getting like straight nostalgic so <laughs> fuck that Hulu show watch defunk land there you, you go defunct land there you go but um
1: Speaking of legends of the hidden temple, bro, that was like one of the hardest fucking
0: shows ever, Correct right? Goodness.
1: That shit was fucking hard, bro. Like <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Like Did I you wanted
0: even... to be on those shows, right? Yeah. Like you wanted to be on Carmen San Diego or Wild and Crazy Kids or The Hidden uh, Temple.
1: A double dare, um figure it out. I always wanted to get slimed as a kid. Um and it never happened, but you ever get slimed as an adult? Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> i have slimed other people as an adult but uh you're nasty (laughs) but yeah man that's um yeah i always wanted to get slimed i did remember one time we went to universal studios um when i was a kid and um they had this like tv show it was it was like a double dare generic version of it and i ended up getting picked to go up uh to go on the stage right how do
0: you always get picked for (laughs) like this shit
1: so i got picked um and it was like three people sitting on this chair and three people throwing water balloons. and you had to collect three colors of the water balloons and then put your uh, punch a um, hit yourself in the face with a pie. And I caught all three balloons, but I was a split second off. and i I end up hitting myself, we lost, but bro, I left my sunglass or I left my glasses on. <laughs> my glasses were all fucking even the chick that was cleaning them, she's like why did you leave your glasses on <laughs> like she worked for fucking universal and she kind of like scolded <laughs> like, me a little
0: a fucking idiot
1: <laughs> but um but yeah i ended up getting my dad got picked too and it was funny too because they were like sir what's your name and my dad was like elvis you know like an inside joke like he's elvis <laughs> presley but nobody would get it you know because it's like maybe that really is his name but <laughs> at the time we all laughed but yeah, that's my yeah, own. The, the cost
0: is, is a wild and crazy family huh? <clears throat> yeah, we, we a were a lucky family.
1: Um, but yeah, I never got slime. That was my only experience I guess with Universal Studios or Nickelodeon. Um, I remember like always wanting to go to Universal Studios, Orlando because they always made it seem cooler, but Hollywood is obviously better.
0: Yeah, yeah. you ever get wet as a kid like amusement parks and stuff? Yeah, it's always cool at the time, but it's always
1: bad after because you're fucking cold and you're soaked and you can't do nothing about it.
0: Yeah, we went to SeaWorld, I remember, and uh, there's like the first like couple roads, it's like you'll get wet. And This is before my f- fear of killer whales, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we didn't get wet because we fucking weren't from the area, so we didn't bring yeah. extra clothes and all that shit
1: yeah um i i remember going to Seaworld as a kid now i i sat in the splash zone or whatever but it was like on the side so we didn't even get wet you had to be like in the like the front we got there late we didn't know how theme parks worked about getting there early and shit you know did
0: you have your sunglasses on no i didn't have glasses oh
1: well, maybe i did no i didn't have glasses at the time i think i think i went as a kid and i got i didn't get my glasses till like middle school so get them all. yeah i know so so there you go guys that is that um You know, enough about this nostalgia stuff, because if anything, it's going to make us depressed, Ryan. So let's get happy with some news you may have missed.
0: Yeah, so this news you may have missed, I don't know, it's borderline food porn? Oh, you know we're all Um, about that. I'm pretty sure our listeners are up for that. It's on the beverage (laughs) sites, but I'll I'll count it, right? Okay. So it says, uh, Florida residents will be among first in the nation subjugated by hard Mountain Dew.
1: Florida always gets the good (laughs) stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, you the think that's there. a good
0: idea though to
1: give floor like the Florida Floridians fucking hard Mountain Dew
0: They're really well, yeah, no, man <laughs> No, no, yeah, you give it to them because they're the they're the control. They're already wild so <laughs> it's the like, control. Just give it to these fuckers <laughs> and uh See what happens. I mean, what's the worst? You see, what's the worst that can happen? And it's like, oh, we can manage this. There's a little bit of destruction, but uh, <laughs> we can manage. You know, it's like, oh, put it on, put it on uh, the the other forty nine states.
1: Okay, yeah, I guess Florida's uh, Florida's expendable. I guess. All right, so let's um, get into this, because uh, I'm curious about this, too, because I saw the article, but I, haven't, I didn't um, really read too much
0: about it yet. Look at the picture, dude. Tell me that doesn't, just from the can, looks mm-hmm. pretty pretty good. I did um, see a so video
1: of a guy, he tried, he test tasted all four, I guess this guy's like a really big bartender kind of dude, and he
0: mm-hmm. had like, like two out of the four or whatever, but. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. The state that arguably most deserves an alcoholic version of Mountain Dew, <laughs> more than anywhere else on the planet, will thankfully be one of the first to taste it. Today, parent company PepsiCo announced that its latest concoction, Hard Mountain Dew, is now available in Florida, Tennessee, and Iowa. Ooh. The new 100-calorie Spike Seltzer contains 5% alcohol by volume and comes in four flavors. The OG Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. Baja Blast, Oof. Black Cherry, mm-hmm. and Water Melon. Okay. Available in either 24-ounce single-serve cans or 12-packs of 12-ounce cans. 24-ounce singles? Oh, okay, okay. I thought I was going to say like a 24-pack. I mean, that's so dangerous. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Like decent little tall cans, I guess. That's not bad. Um, The drink will be unrolled to more states in the coming months by Blue Blue Cloud Distribution, an entity created by Pepsi and Boston Beer Company. Uh, The company did not disclose exactly what locations in Florida will be carrying the beverage. Ooh. Thoughts on this hard seltzer Mountain Dew. I'll
1: be honest. They're pretty lucky. I mean, I, I, I enjoy a Mountain Dew. I promise you, I do. I'd like me some Mountain Dew. This is like, I think a culminating event for Mountain Dew, you know, because you got regular Mountain Dew. They've been experimenting for years with all the flavors. Baja Blast is a staple of Mountain Dew and they're putting, they're making it in alcohol. Like seltzers are big right now. You know, they've been big for a couple of years. I think this is, it's going to be a home run. I don't think they're going to miss on
0: this. Dude, these cans are hard as fuck, dude. They're like black and they look, they almost look like tattoos a little bit. Yeah. You got a bear <laughs> on one, a shark, some other bullshit, like an eagle. The, some other just, bullshit. Just, just <laughs> off of, you know, how they package it. I'll, I'll probably try this shit.
1: Yeah, so the, the Mountain Dew can has a fucking eagle on it. The uh, The watermelon can has a snake on it baja blast has like a shark on it which is fucking sick and then the black cherry has a bear on it and that's pretty hard i, I didn't see it until you said that but that's pretty and, hardcore and there's zero sugar so that means they're healthy for you Ooh, do you think there's people that are gonna go to taco bell and like get a bunch of food and drink this with it you think uh baja blast hard seltzer
0: goes pairs
1: fine with a chalupa
0: <laughs> yeah what else would it you know <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to like a fast food place just to get like a beverage just to spike it? Mm, no, I've never done that. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought you were gonna
1: say just to get a drink but not to spike it.
0: <laughs> no, just, just like you get a Coke from McDonald's and some I don't know some uh, Jack Daniels or something. No, I've never that done that. A no, spot, bro. You <laughs> get like a, a the Baja Blast was it the slushy one? What do it mm-hmm. call That shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you probably mix that with some, like, vodka or something. Killer. No,
1: I have done, well, not, like, done that, but, like, I've had drinks before, and in my head, I'm like, this would go good with vodka, or this would go good with, like, a certain alcohol, but I've never, like, man, I need to go get me some fucking Coke from McDonald's. I need to go get me some fucking Jack Daniels. I've never done that before. Some Malibu and some
0: Pepsi from Taco Bell? <laughs> mm. Untouchable right there. Ooh, a dark soda with Malibu? I don't know. Oh, no, 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 no. I've, I've, I've tried...
1: <laughs> okay. I <perused> a little. <laughs> oh man so there you go if you guys are in florida tennessee or iowa be on the lookout for that if you guys are a fan of this podcast and listen chime in on that because we we need some uh some reviews some results
0: i'm gonna look up that youtube video we'll see what the <laughs> yeah i'll see is if there. i
1: can find it but yeah it, it looked uh it looked pretty cool i don't know what it is but that's a pretty cool little page so i'll try to find it for you
0: Okay. So, uh moving on to uh an actual news you may have missed. <laughs> um So, this week was a little hard to find some news because there was some uh some more news going on, so mm-hmm. we kind of overshadowed everything and then yeah. I was looking, reading uh there, I mean, there's a lot of, of bullshit to read through. One of them I, I was go, I was like I had to like double check it. It was like They got Whataburger in Colorado. Uh He says, uh, like, oh, this guy's dick fell off, like, waiting for (laughs) four days for, uh, you know, Whataburger to open. And after doing research, his dick didn't, there was nothing mentioned about his dick, you know? So there's a lot of fake news out there that I have to read.
1: Yeah, see, this is what we do, guys. I'm hoping to
0: find. And I mean, you know, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't want to be, you know, tell you guys how to live your life, but, you know, give Ryan a thank you because Ryan does a lot of research. I know, like, you guys come to the podcast, and it's nothing but bangers and amazingness. But there's a lot of work that goes into this, just for you guys. So give Ryan a thank you for that.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of work that goes into stupidity. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> it's but, a lot um, harder than you think. Yeah. So this one I found is actually from a couple years ago, and uh, it basically it reads: An Oklahoma man has pleaded guilty to manslaughter for killing his stepfather with an atomic wedgie. Oh my gosh. Pulling the man's own underwear over his head and causing him to suffocate. Oh. At a hearing Wednesday, he told the judge, things got out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you the judge was like, no shit.
1: <laughs> like, can you
0: explain what an atomic wedgie is to me? I'm too old to know what this is. <laughs> yeah, so
1: an atomic wedgie is when you give somebody a wedgie. And a wedgie is obviously you pull their underwear up from behind them and just giving them a crazy wedgie. But an atomic wedgie is where you pull it up so high from behind you manage to put the underwear over their head and their front <laughs> that's how what an atomic wedgie is.
0: So you got a headband and you're little, like you're
1: literally tearing someone's asshole and gooch apart by doing that. I've never had one of those, but man I've had a wedgie and I can not imagine getting an atomic one, let alone being suffocated. Keep going, you, better be wearing,
0: you, you better be wearing silk underwear than they, they <laughs> atomic wedges.: That's why I always wear crotchless panties, just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even wear underwear, just so I'm, I'm the fear of atomic wedgies. Um, OK, so it says on Monday, Brad Lee Davis, 34, <laughs> pleaded guilty to first-degree manslaughter ahead of a jury trial set for next week. At a mitigation hearing on Wednesday, he described the incident to a judge who was trying to determine his punishment. Your punishment is an atomic wedgie of your own. I bet the judge was like, I didn't learn about this shit in school. They didn't tell me I was going <laughs> to fucking do this. Back in my day, we used to just like get a bag full of shit and light it on fire and <laughs> ring the doorbell and leave. When I was first a judge, it was just straightforward. People would get shot or stabbed, and that's it. People are getting so <laughs> right.
1: creative with their murders now.
0: Let him go. Um, <laughs> days before Christmas, his mother... His mother's trailer in McLeod, about 30 miles from uh, Oklahoma City, Davis got into a fight with his stepfather, 58-year-old Denver Lee St. Clair. <laughs> That's a sick-ass name. That is a quote. And uh, yeah. St. Clair came at him. I was de- I was defending myself with all I had, he said. All right. It's the kind of guy that brings an atomic weight to Oh, I like this fight. quote right here. <laughs> uh, I was panicked, mad, scared, he said. It was like a bad dream. Mm. Things got out of hand. Davis admitted he knocked his stepfather <laughs> unconscious, and while he passed out, <laughs> Davis pulled his blue underwear and stretched it over his head from behind. He said he wanted his stepfather to be embarrassed when he came to.
1: <laughs> that is insult to injury.
0: I like how they mentioned that. There's a little detail in there. He says his blue underwear. Blue underwear. I mean, this guy wasn't wearing tidy whities he didn't want to embarrass him any further, I guess. Blue they, underwear. I mean, they they were fact-checking on this one. Um, <laughs> can you imagine them at a press conference? Like, uh, what, what color was was his underwear? It,
1: it was blue. It was blue. And then as soon as he said that, he writes that down really fast. Like, blue
0: underwear. <laughs> 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 it underlines it. Um, I never had any intention of killing that man, he told the judge. There's no way I ever thought that could have happened. I don't think anybody thought that could can happen. The medical examiner says St. Clair died from blunt force trauma to the head and asphyxiation. Um, The underwear's elastic band had slipped around his neck and cut off his air supply, according to the uh, New York Daily News. Hmm. Okay, it says uh, Davis had allegedly texted a friend saying he intended to fight St. Clair and in a later message said he had nothing to lose. Um, and never intended any real harm. He said, uh, man, I did a horrible thing when I gave him that wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> man. Um, he didn't even really know the guy died. He was just tired of taking it. He had been bullied uh, all his life by this guy. Uh says he is being sentenced to uh, July 16th, whatever year this was. And they were seeking at 35... Year prison term for that atomic wedgie.
1: Jeez, so for an atomic wedgie, that dude got double digit years in prison. So there you go, guys. I mean, think twice before you decide to give somebody a wedgie or do something. I guess childish because it could land you in jail.
0: Yeah, definitely don't strap it around his neck or anything (laughs) like that. Cut fucking some blood, especially when he's unconscious. Right? (laughs) At least if you're conscious, you can like, you know, put your finger in there and take it out. But
1: oh man so there you go guys that is some news you may have missed uh let's take a quick break and let's get back to the second half
0: it was the final voyage of america's mightiest battleship what's on this helicopter
1: this little sweetheart miss july
0: 89 God, I love this business. the party was wild they really knocked him dead Imagine this arsenal of tactical nuclear weapons falling into the wrong hands. The Pentagon never did. Four minutes ahead of schedule. Damn, I'm good. Now, a team of terrorists have taken over. I'll wake up the president. But there's just one thing they didn't count on. The cook. The are you, like some special forces guy or something? No, I'm just a cook. Your efforts with us. Yes, sir. I see that you completely disobeyed my orders. Roger that. Ryback is an ex-SEAL
1: expert in martial arts, explosives,
0: weapons, and tactics. I also cook. The Nimitz is tracking two tomahawks just launched from the Missouri. Where are they headed? Honolulu. Happy trails. Stephen Savall. I know you. Tommy Lee Under siege.
1: this week, me and Ryan watched a movie. Um, was, me and Ryan are trying to watch like 80 s, 90s action movies or really anything that was kind of popular in those days. Um, we decided on a movie, which movie was it, Ryan?
0: It was uh, the classic Steven Seagal
1: under siege. That's right, the 1992 film Under Siege. Um, it this movie uh, had some pretty big names in it. The top three names would be Steven Seagal, Tommy Lee Jones, and Gary Busey in this movie. I I seen this movie a long time ago, but I do not remember the the. I don't remember this movie. Period. We didn't understand what we were
0: watching at the we time. We just
1: didn't me. know, but um. But there you go. We watched the movie Under Siege. We have like a bunch of comments, quotes, scenes that we want to discuss with you guys to hopefully motivate
0: you guys to rent this movie. If you see it for free and you have nothing going on, maybe you're trying to go to sleep, throw it on and be entertained for a little bit. Mm,
1: I would say if you're trying to go to sleep, don't watch this because you will be at the edge of your seat. (laughs) That is Uh, true. So to say the least, um, this movie... It it attracted me from beginning to end. I was pretty heavily invested in this movie. Um, what's what's? Let's get into it.
0: What's the '80s pitch for this movie? Like, it's, so yeah. you, I, you're you're pitching this movie to me, in without all the bullshit, uh-huh. without you know all the details, you tell me in like two sentences what this movie is.
1: Terrorists take over a Navy battleship and try to recreate Pearl Harbor,
0: somewhat yeah. ish. And, what would um, you say? B- and the only hope for defend or defeating the terrorist is a cook. chef, <laughs> cook, cook, slash Navy SEAL, <laughs> played by. But you,
1: you don't know he's a Navy SEAL until way long into the movie.
0: <laughs> and a playmate, a, uh, a, uh, uh, Playboy playmate. Uh, yeah, Miss
1: July '89. But this again, this movie was in 1992, so she's she's washed up. But. Uh, so yeah. there you go. So that's the pitch that they gave everybody into the office right there. Yeah, so where do I sign? Yeah, exactly. Hey, how much money do you need? What do we need for all this? So let's get into the nitty gritty of this movie, Ryan. Let's so, not.
0: The budget for this movie was thirty-five million dollars. Holy shit! That is a lot of money. Well, they had a big old battleship, right, or whatever you call that. that yeah, I ship. guess. Like, I yeah, they had to make. I mean, even they if they had it a was, lot of. They had a lot of aerial shots or a lot of uh, helicopter shots. So yeah, there was, a, that's that not was
1: cheap. a lot of explosions and, and yeah, there was a good amount of explosions and guns and stuff in this one.
0: How, how much do you think uh, this this movie made in the United States? Well, Off a budget thirty five million. What did it make?
1: I'm gonna say it, it
0: broke a hundred. I'm gonna 92.
1: say I say a hundred and a hundred and hundred and ten million.
0: In the United States, it made eighty three million. <sighs> That's a internationally success. internationally it made 156 million <laughs> <It just laughs> was a juggernaut
1: <laughs> you know what and i'm pretty sure a lot of you guys are listening like how it's a Seagull movie how can this movie be so knowing how steven seagal turned out and we're gonna tell you how it made all this it, money it, this is this
0: is pre-internet man <laughs> yeah it was you just yeah had to
1: live the lie all right so yeah so this movie was pretty good so how, how do you want to start off with it, ryan how, how do you want to attack this juggernaut of a movie?
0: Well, first of all, we have to get a rating system for this movie. What What are we using to rate this system? Um, oh man, we can use uh, missiles, mm-hmm. bombs. Um, we could do knives. Chef knives. <laughs> I right? think chef, knives. It, there was <laughs> chef a lot of, knives.
1: There was a lot of knife. There was a lot of knife action in this movie, to say the least. <laughs> there's a lot of
0: knife play in this. Yeah. So we'll go with knives. We'll go with knives. Yeah. Is our rating system on this? Mm -hmm. um and then we will go into immediately we'll go into winners and losers in this movie did you have any winners or losers
1: oh man um i'm gonna say loser gary Busey in this movie man gary Busey was uh he was a wild card throughout this was this was a pre um motorcycle accident this was before he was crazy and he was like he was all over the place in this movie, but I'm gonna say he's he's a he's a pretty big loser in this movie.
0: He was a bit psychotic. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I have for winners. I have uh, durability of ships. Uh, yeah, that was a good. Uh-huh. They blew up a lot of stuff on all these shit on this one ship, and this thing never sunk or you know was in doubt of going down.
1: No, especially with uh with the the arsenal that was on this on this um on this fucking. Uh, ship was nuts you know they had the nuclear weapons tomahawks and everything like you know that you don't want to be fucking with this ship you know
0: so the 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 basic idea is these terrorists are hijacking this ship to get these sell these two tomahawks missiles Mm -hmm. on the black market yeah and i mean that's the that's the basic like they're trying to get these out and, and and get them sold so that that's the whole conundrum for them um I have uh, losers, semen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, uh, a lot of people, a lot of semen died in this movie. Um, uh, a little, a little RoboCop esque in uh, shooting people about twenty times. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah, for sure. Even the top semen in this movie, which were Navy SEALs, SEAL Team Five. Uh, two helicopters full of SEAL Team Five soldiers That's died a good in loser. this movie.
0: Navy SEALs are losers in this movie like <laughs> Navy SEALs they die on the way to the ship and then the previous mission were all laid out to dry and they were killed so yeah. in this movie uh, Navy SEAL means nothing unless you're Steven Seagal um, <laughs> I have winners I have Steven Seagal of course um, he cooks he welds he kills and he doesn't sweat at all in this movie Um and explosions oh, don't winner. forget about his multiple accents in this movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a renaissance man he's got many languages going on <laughs> uh, he goes in and out of a uh, cajun creole he gets a little uh, he gets a little hook broken, too I guess yeah. you call it <laughs> <laughs> uh, another winner i have his Honolulu because they're going to blow up Honolulu i guess yeah um and a loser i have uh again just like robocop protocols nobody follows them they are in place nobody follows them <laughs> <laughs>
1: right? there are rules for a reason people follow them rules
0: is is this how the military is on
1: i'm gonna tell you yes it is okay i mean <laughs> <laughs> they're just oh man they're just they're, you're jumping chain of command a lot of the time it's just there's rules in place if you don't like the rules you, people go over them it's it's one of those so there's this quote in the army like, yeah, ask for forgiveness instead of, like, asking for permission. So that's the biggest thing. So that that goes to show you, yeah, there's a lot of protocol breaks in the, in the Army.
0: Okay, who, who was the best character in this movie?
1: It's got to be Seagal, man. Well, no, actually, no. Tommy Lee Jones' character was the best character. Tommy Lee Jones did a phenomenal acting job. You don't exactly know who he is or what he does and kind of what he's about. But you just know, like, you just feel his craziness and his passion for what he is and what he does. And it's just like, I can go with this. He was, he was like a controlled wild card, is what he was.
0: Yeah. I think that they, they wrote the part and it was kind of maybe shitty. And he turned it, you know, he turned uh, chicken salad from uh, chicken shit. Yeah. He was, he was like a 60s, like, hippie guy, but then he was also, like, psychotic. Um, he was in a band. <laughs> he was rocking a leather jacket. A band. I mean, have we ever seen a young Tommy Lee Jones? Or no. do you, was he just born old? He was
1: just born old. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, bro, this is 92, and he has to be, like, maybe 40s at the most. And he looked pretty uh, worn down, even by, like, that age, by 92.
0: Yeah, so he is, the, like, the main, main antagonist in this movie, and he crushed it. He's just – he's all over the place, but he, like, he he's fighting for – a vision of his you know yeah he's like a man of principle essentially um
1: well also one more talent that he has he uh plays harmonica in this movie too he was jamming on that harmonica in the beginning with a band
0: yeah so he's ex-cia and he went rogue and they were trying to kill him but uh they lost track of him and so he turned up uh in a blues band that infiltrated this <laughs> ship for the, uh, what do you call it? Was it the captain's birthday?
1: Yeah. So the, the the complete, the captain of that entire ship, it was his birthday. And they were trying to surprise him with like this band, um, a Playboy playmate and the cake. It was just supposed to be an amazing time for the, the captain of the ship is, what, is, is how they infiltrated this uh, ship.
0: Again, there goes the protocols. Uh, <laughs> there, there were so many people saying, I'm not approving this. And- so many people, Gary Busey, going uh, past him. And saying, you know, I'm going to also we're, say, we're figuring this
1: out. Uh, really, we'll look, a quick backtrack. Uh, another loser in this movie is every officer on this ship. No officer <laughs> gets any respect on
0: this ship. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. As is per yeah. military, So, but still. So really accurate. you're ac- saying it's accurate. Yeah, pretty accurate when it comes to the the officer disrespect. But they took it to another level. Like They were throwing hands and, oh, yeah, a lot of that stuff you can't do you can't even talk back to an officer these days without getting in trouble let alone what they were doing
0: um i don't know this is navy but uh like every time they pass like a uh, uh, superior they're always saluting them
1: yeah you're yeah you're, you're is, supposed to is, mm-hmm. that's accurate You, but you're not okay. well in in the army i don't know how it is because it's in a ship but in the army whenever an officer passes by you have to salute them but you can only do it outdoors. When you're indoors, you're not allowed to salute. It's like it's just, you're not supposed to do that. So I'm not sure if that's something in the Navy no matter what. But in the Army, when you're outdoors, you salute. When you're indoors, you just kind of greet them
0: or whatever. Okay, because uh, I was watching it and I was like, yeah, it would be kind of annoying to do that all the time, you know?
1: Yeah, it is. There's this game that a lot, a lot of us like to play when we're in a big group and we see an officer far away. We spread out. In a big line, so that the uh, the officer has to salute every single individual, because you know. <laughs> so <laughs> a that's game. a game we like to play. Yeah.
0: So Tommy Lee Jones was uh, William Stranix in this movie. I had uh, he's a rocker, harmonica player, former CIA agent, unstable. Um, but yeah, he was he, he was good to uh, have in there, especially going against Seagal, the the calm and steady casey ryback oof
1: a solid character he he did a really good job on this character somehow you wouldn't think he would but he did and he didn't it was a good but bad performance it was it was pretty good he was the calm cool cool as a cucumber man
0: yeah so he took some liberties um he's a cook he keeps saying he's a cook yeah um He's he they they keep mentioning it and you're like this this guy's not a cook. There's something deeper to his story There's
1: no way he's a cook in this movie. You're gonna get that vibe. You're like what is going on? Clearly this guy is not a cook, but
0: Even if he was a cook, he didn't follow cooking rules or cook rules. (laughs) No, this guy wasn't wearing uniforms He was just like telling he like the captain things he was and wasn't going to do. Um,
1: Yeah um yeah, so in the, in the beginning of the movie, everyone's in their in their white uniforms, their fancy ones, because they're going to see the president because it's the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. Everyone's in uniform except for Steven Seagal, and he sees the captain of the ship, and he's like, "Why aren't you wearing your uniform?" And he's like, "I don't do ceremonies, sir." And I'm like, "You cannot say that or do that. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me?" Like, <laughs> and they, and then a hint that he's not really a cook is uh the captain says man if i was you um and i had all the ribbons and awards you had i would sleep in my uniform so they like how would a cook have all those awesome ribbons and everything so there's a Maybe clue right there he, recipes, yeah man. so Maybe there you go
0: make some back ribs
1: so yeah there's that and then what else you got
0: um i have that he is like a computer right he just gets information and he doesn't think about things he already knows what to do he just processes it yep yeah, he's he's a processor. Um, in very high risk situations, I might add. <laughs> yeah, I
1: honestly, when you said like he never sweat in the movie, you're not wrong. I did not see that man break one sweat through that entire movie, which is pretty it, nuts.
0: It, it it took him about an hour and a half to get injured uh, in <laughs> yeah. the water. Um, oh, so yeah, it turns out that he's an ex Navy SEAL. Um. Who was I? Don't know. I guess they got bad intel, and everybody got fucking annihilated on his last yeah. mission. Mm-hmm. And then he punched his like commanding officer, so he, that's why he got demoted or whatever to uh, cook. That was, mm-hmm. that was like one of the only jobs he could he could get. Which, I mean, you punch a guy for that. I mean, I don't think that's too bad of a yeah a sentence for him, right? <laughs> You're a cook now. Who else we we have Commander Krill, played by Gary Busey uh i just put down he's an intense 80s bully <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: to say the least um he was the executive officer uh of the entire ship which means he was like one of the you know the top dogs on that ship but he was still not getting any respect um very disrespectful very bully-esque no one took him seriously everyone just like you know he didn't get any respect on there but that's just because yeah <sighs> just say the least off the rails
0: he uh, cross-dresses in this movie for a couple minutes. Um, he looked terrible, but he's like, Oh, I'll be back. I'm going to go get the captain. I'm the
1: captain's date tonight. And then that's when things went zero to hundred really quick.
0: Yeah, he looked pretty busted. Um, which uh, leads us to the Playboy Playmate. Uh, what's her name? Jordan? I don't even know what her name was. I think her name was Jordan. Her real um, name's like
1: Erica something. I didn't like this lady.
0: Um... I mean, I get they had to get her on there for the movie, but uh,
1: well, like you said, it's, it's like a, it's a it's an early '90s movie. They're still living in the '80s era, so you need that 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 hot female, and in, in the movie, you you need a female lead to play the dumb. You know, I guess, uh, you know, gets brave throughout you know. the movie, but she's hot, yeah, bimbo in the movie, so that's why she was there.
0: She didn't play a very important yeah. role. She, she she was like, at first she was like dumb and then she turned into like some like semi-competent assassin for Steven Seagal. Like he's yeah. explaining to her with like semi-automatic and next thing you know, she's like, you know, just loading up the guns for guys who didn't know how to
1: use them and shit. Yeah. Um, and by the end of the movie, she's locking and loading. she's She ends up killing a person. She's wearing a, a hat twice in this movie for no fucking reason and takes it off right away. <laughs> she was pretty useless, but... I will say she, the the she played it. She had a nude scene in it. Yeah, you have to have one nude scene in it. Nude scene in it, and that's what she was good for in this movie.
0: That this 80s for you just throw some nudity in there we got it adorable cup we got it in uh throw, yeah siege. throw
1: throw like a couple seconds of boob and some cheeks and keep moving forward and you know and what was it cool
0: was cool when, when it'll still be pg-13 <laughs> yeah 80s
1: and what was cool too kind of on seagal's part was he saw her naked right she started dancing and she w- she didn't even know the situation which it, the situation itself was ridiculous but yes, everybody uh, was dead <laughs> yeah so she pops out of this cake and she starts dancing and seagal like Stone cold face. What are you doing? Puts like a gun to her face. <laughs> Takes her to a room. Like puts some clothes on and this and that. Like doesn't even like he doesn't even stare like it's straight eye contact. His eye doesn't wander off or anything, period. It's like he is limp. It was nuts. So, uh, you know, that's more winning for Cigar right there. Very professional.
0: Oh, okay. So uh, we got past these characters. Uh, memorable quotes. What memorable <sighs> quotes do you have? We'll go. Uh. Maybe you do one, I do one. So I got one.
1: So there's there um in the very beginning of the movie, Gary Gary Busey uh he hates Seagal in this movie for some reason. He just feels like Segal is super disrespectful, right? So Gary Busey comes up to Seagal and he's like, Hey, nobody's cooking, we're getting food from Hawaii is how he said, how he pronounces Hawaii. So fucking Busey's like, Everybody get the fuck out of here except for Seagal and then he looks at his soup, he spits in it, right? And he's like Now you can't fucking serve the
0: soup. Seagal. Water boy. Yeah.
1: And then Seagal fucking throws a swing. They get like in the little, and they handcuff him. And fucking Gary Busey comes up to him and he says. Now I know why you're a cook. Shit like a faggot. That was such a good quote. You you can't say that. Yeah, you can't say that that word anymore. That's a great 90s quote. But man, it's when but when he said that was funny because Gary Busey his fucking cheek was swollen and bleeding and I'm like, how are you going to tell a man that he hits like that after he just rocked your shit, you know? So after that fight really quick, um, Gary Busey's like, "Put him in the fridge or whatever," right? So they throw him in the fridge, kind of like instead of like locking him up in the in the little brig or the jail cell, right? And they lock him in there. Steven Seagal looks around and he just says, "Another cold day in hell." Oof to himself <laughs> yeah exactly no one's in there no one's listening to him and he just says another cold day in hell
0: yeah another Classic. one when he's when he's in the the storage or the fridge or whatever um he um he's kind of like yelling at the because they have somebody watching him like from the outside like yeah. guarding the the door and uh he goes uh, get my pies out of the oven <laughs> like, <laughs> he's really concerned about his pies uh getting burnt in the oven. He says this multiple times, check on my pies, <laughs> get my pies out of the oven. And what happens? Um, they burned the pies, man. The guy got <laughs> them out. And they were all fucking smoking <laughs> and shit.
1: Get my pies out of the oven. You know, that just goes to show, um, man, he was a navy seal, he became a cook and he was committed to being a cook, so very very uh, professional.
0: Another part that made me laugh um is when he's interrogating uh the uh, playmate you know when they first meet and she's like stuttering and uh she's like trying to explain who he is and he goes I was hired to jump out of the cake but I got really airsick on the way over here and so and this guy gave me these pills and I don't know what happened and I guess I fell
1: asleep what kind of babbling bullshit is this
0: <laughs> oh that should make me laugh man um and uh lastly I have uh so a lot of these uh, shipmates, or whatever, were uh, are locked. They get like welded into like these uh, these rooms. Yeah. On the ship, and uh, you can hear like the pipes, like they're like dinging the pipes. They're trying to do Morse code, and the girl's like, well, you know, what is that? You know, and he's like, it's Morse code. What are
1: they saying? They're saying, "Get me the fuck out of here." <laughs> I was like,
0: I'm just like picturing what the Morse code for "fuck" was, you know, and if it was actually like bing, legit. Bing, bing,
1: bing, bing, bing. Do you know Morse code? Alan? I don't know Morse code.
0: Uh,
1: I know the phonetics. You should alphabet. learn it and
0: see if it's accurate to that movie.
1: <laughs> All right, I'll I'll learn Morse code then. But and is, which is which? Any is, other quotes? Or uh, uh, I do have one more actually. So throughout this movie, they were. Um, they were they gave each other code names they were you know giving like having secret code over the radio um and tommy lee jones's code name is uh is a roadrunner gary Busey says you're the roadrunner and gary Busey says uh yeah never uh he says yeah never been cop meet meet <laughs> and that was like that was a quote that he said like kind of a dumb quote but it was just like you know just a filler like you didn't really have to explain it you kind of would understand what code names are but it's like why
0: would you say that no yeah i hated that i i thought the code names were stupid there was a mother goose is in the nest um i i just it's like we don't need that man this is the, this is not accurate yeah uh let's see here any s- memorable scenes Um, for me, one of the memorable
1: scenes, I guess, was when they killed SEAL Team 5. There was two helicopters en route. You can hear those things from a mile away. You know, they're trying to be secretive. They're trying to take the ship back with SEAL Team 5 and two helicopters. And it's like, they just got blown out of the air like nothing had happened, you know? Like, they can see them from a mile away. you think they would come, like, in a small, like, little underground sub or... Something spectacular. Nope, just like a fucking two loud ass helicopters. Like, you can see them from a mile away, even though, like, it's nighttime. It was just. They were just. It was. They basically just sent them on a suicide mission.
0: It was that 80s, 90s magic where it's like uh, some of the rules go out the window. Um, it just pretty much ensured that Seagal was going to have to save this shit by yeah, himself. Yeah, he had
1: to do it himself.
0: Oh, one scene I liked is when uh, Ryback, right when uh, Steven Seagull. He like pinned a grenade onto like a hatch. He had yeah, a lot that, of grenades he... in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he um he he like pinned it onto a hatch and they opened it and this dude just fucking exploded. Yeah. For, like launched. Fifty feet. Like I was like, that was sick. Yeah, there was a lot
1: of good deaths. Another death that stuck out to me was um throughout the entire ship they were uh they were welding a lot of beams um so they can transport all these like tomahawk missiles and there was this guy in the bottom he was like on the bottom floor like in this big stairwell and seagal cut this fucking metal beam and it straight impaled him like straight through the fucking throat and like out of his ass like it was nuts like that was a good death there was one thing that i did see which didn't make any sense to me so in this entire movie obviously they're working on steel beams right like steel beams like complete metal there's a scene where this guy's on a little wooden table saw, like one of those. Uh, it's like a bandsaw, right? And he's cutting this beam in half. No sparks, no nothing. Just like you could tell, it's styrofoam. I'm like, how are you gonna cut a metal beam with a little tiny saw like that? It was didn't make any sense.
0: How about when he? How about when he? Um, when he he, he goes hand to hand with that guy, he like knees him in the nuts, and he goes against that bandsaw, and it, it goes into his shoulder. Oh yeah, like a clean cut, kind of
1: like just slice it like cheese.
0: I was watching that. I openly said oh shit like super loud. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. Um, there's another part that
1: unfortunately you missed, but he was doing a hand to hand combat with this one guy and he ripped the dude's fucking throat out, dude. He ripped out his trachea. It was nuts and like not like nothing had happened. It just it was he ripped it clean out. It was nuts. I didn't I didn't know tracheas could break.
0: Oh yeah. Oh that could break. Um he also conveniently somehow he makes a bomb and he puts it in a microwave and he leaves and i don't know how he set the timer for this but like as soon as they walked in it exploded and it was like it could have been anywhere between 15 and like three hours later you know? yeah and they they timed it perfect to this for this bomb to explode Which
1: which um, again like that was another like didn't make any sense because you think you would hear crackling or like some bubbling or something, but you didn't. You just hear ding, and then everyone's like, "Get down! It's a bomb!" And then it just blows up. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was ridiculous.
0: And I guess uh, <laughs> lastly, we'll talk about uh, the knife fight. Um, the knife fight. a like a hand-to-hand combat. Like they get into. They, I don't know where the hell the knives came, but they both had like six to eight inch knives, and we're just like doing uh like like fencing almost. And, and okay,
1: yeah. So really quick, let, let's paint this picture. Tommy Lee Jones's plan is spoil is foiled by um by Steven Seagal. Tommy Lee Jones finds a knife. Seagal has his own knife, and now they're doing hand to hand. This is this is the scene to end the movie, basically, right? So these guys are going at it. Fucking the, the very first strike that Seagal does hits him in the leather jacket and it doesn't penetrate because it's your leather jacket. I guess you can't stab through it. So now they're just like fucking around. They're going back and forth and like, and then they hit a standstill. Fucking Tommy Lee Jones goes to fucking stab him in the face. Right. And uh, Steven Seagal catches it. And Steven Seagal does the most baller, probably improvised move I have ever seen in my life. This knife is about to stab him in the mouth. Steven Seagal fucking puts his mouth on the knife. He grabs the knife with his mouth. Sharp blade, the sharpness going towards him. And then fucking Steven Seagal winds it up, stabs him straight through the head. But not only does he stab him through the head, it cuts from actually Tommy Lee Jones to the dump to the mannequin. (laughs) You can clearly see like how fake it is. And then that's how he kills him. It was just. It was. It was. It was it was something else to see. It was it was uh, it was a flaw. They I don't know maybe they could have done a little better or something. But man,
0: yeah, he stabs him on the top of the head and like he stays. It changes for like a split second. You you see it, it's a doll. It's like it's semantic.
1: okay. Man. That like it's almost comical. Like as yeah. much
0: as like liberties they took in the movie, that one like sticks out the most. Is like you couldn't figure out something else or. A different angle where you could have you know behind yeah. the head and then he throws him into like the little uh the monitor set he says something i don't even know what the hell he <laughs> yeah because like, uh he's yeah,
1: he, yeah he's yeah he says some dumb quote that he that they mentioned right prior to the fight but that quote it didn't even match up it didn't it wasn't even like stabulator. it could have been something he could have said something more a cook. random pretty good for <laughs> yeah just a cook. and then at the very end of the movie like it's it pans out and then there's the captain of the ship, and he's on his, uh, he's in his fucking uh, casket with a flag over it, and Steven Seagal's at the head of it, and he's saluting, and he's just rocking his uniform, and it has like his his uh, Seal Team, like his Trident badge, and all his his stuff, and everything, and then it just cuts, and then it just says like "Under Siege," and then executive producer, and all that stuff.
0: Do you th- well, uh, Do you think that this movie was properly named? <sighs> Doesn't it seem like an odd name for a movie?
1: Yeah, Under Siege is. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't want I don't want to say you can call it battleship. Cause I mean, there was a battleship scene in there, which was ridiculous. We don't need to talk about, about the battleship scene, but, um, I don't know. What, what would you name it?
0: I don't know. Like the, the cook or, uh, <laughs> the, or some, just a cook. <laughs> uh, some kind of cooking terminology. I don't know. Yeah. I don't What's know.
1: What's cooking? Ooh, that's a good one. What's cooking? Um, yeah, Under Siege was there. Who knows? But I mean, maybe it makes sense because we're not in the Navy, so maybe Under Siege makes sense. Yeah.
0: O- originally, the movie was called Dreadnought. That was before they uh, got into production. It was called Dreadnought. And a Dreadnought is a... Uh, it is a... And that's a nautical it term? Like a, it's not a nautical term. I think it it was like a a fast ship, like back in the day. Oh.
1: That doesn't um, make sense
0: either. Yeah. Well, maybe they just named it after the, the that ship. Um, but, yeah, it was originally called Dreadnought. And then Dreadnought. somewhere in there, they changed it. And uh, Steven Seagal had originally not signed on to do the movie. Ooh. Uh, he needed them to rework a bunch of stuff. Um,
1: they probably had to – because there was a lot of hand-to-hand combat. He had to show probably some of his martial arts skill. That's probably what they had to
0: fix oh yeah yeah. he's probably on the set like uh we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that (laughs) like i got a better idea um and lastly uh we have any uh questions for the movie um is there any unanswered unanswered questions no my
1: I, i mean i had wrote down like oh he's a cook you know it didn't make sense you know and then they were they uh um no, they answered all my questions because there was, you know, the question I had about when she popped out of the cake and how she didn't know what happened. But I guess she had took like six or seven fucking sleeping pills, which didn't make any sense either. But
0: They were sleeping pills? I thought they were like like, like uh, motion sickness. Oh, yeah. They
1: were like motion sickness, but they put her out. Maybe they, they were drowsy. Yeah.
0: Um, um, but didn't make sense because how was she in the cake?
1: Exactly. And that, Did she that, fall asleep in there? I think she fell asleep in the cake because she, i think she had to change she took the pills and she probably went into the cake but
0: um another question is i have is you could probably answer this but uh-huh. there's you know he has like i don't know what they are i'm not a gun guy but he has like these uzis right yeah those are mp5s and, and uh okay so he has mp5s uh-huh. so i'll lock that away there you go but he, he he he's rolling akimbo right yeah but he's like crossing his arms uh-huh and shooting is that like a thing or I, is that a Steven Seagal thing?
1: I think that might be a Seagal thing. It doesn't but I mean I don't know. That I, I was about to bring that up too. He went to Kimbo and he crossed his arms to shoot. I mean he could have done it, you know. I mean maybe it makes sense because if you cross your arms you're protecting, you know, your inside. You know, if you're shooting out like that, you know, you have your, your your abdomen and stuff exposed. So maybe that was a technique. Who knows?
0: Maybe he was just trying to look cool, maybe he's just trying to throw enemies off. I don't know. I
1: mean it was that, a cool move, was, but yeah, but I was, can't
0: imagine it's very accurate.
1: Yeah, there was the, there was also another typical thing that always annoys me. But it's just it ha, you just it's in every action movie, the unlimited ammo perk. Not one time did they change mags. It was just some limited ammo, and that stuff's always so annoying to me.
0: Oh, we forgot when he made his own missile, and he just started like. He just started sawing, <laughs> like, he started drilling into <laughs> stuff. He started dismantling. Uh, automatically, he's, like, some kind of, like, weapons engineer. It's like, yeah. uh, I don't know what, if what you're doing is safe.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, Steven Seagal made his own bomb out of a bomb. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had like a missile head, that's and like, he that's
0: like uh, baking a potato twice.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he he dismantled this bomb. He got like all the the fuel and the ammo and the stuff out of it, basically, and he made a generic bomb to help sink a sub that was nearby. And <laughs> we we honestly we we skipped kind of a decent amount. We didn't want to get too crazy detailed because this movie had so much to it, but yeah he made he made a bomb out of another bomb, which is crazy and it looked like he just put it like in a Tupperware container right
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah he used what was around him, but uh just didn't make sense it's like uh, he's he's putting it together, and I'm like they could have found this guy and killed him by now like yeah <laughs> how long did it take to make this and they know he's around here somewhere,
1: <laughs> yeah there's the part where um where they do the where there's the battleship scene and they're like in the main part and they're just like casually talking out loud and like loading stuff but there's still people everywhere you know and it's like how can not one of these people have found these people like you know they're like you said they were just all over the place but there were so many people around like they could not it got found but they're just out in the open it's it was pretty nuts.
0: Sorry. And so uh, nuts <laughs> <laughs> um, he kisses the girl at the end. Um the whole movie there's zero sexual attention and then uh, at the very end he gets the girl when he was not even trying to get the girl which we don't even know if she wanted
1: (laughs) yeah right she was she was more like uh more like trying to be badass she there was like you said there was not one hint of like sexual attention between these people there was no like lovey-dovey no nothing it was just straight all business we're trying to survive and we're trying to live i think she probably kissed him at the end out of courtesy like she didn't even, you know, he, she didn't even seem like she wanted that kiss. But I think she did it
0: to, to save face. She probably gave him a fake number uh, <laughs> at the end of it. Oh, was he she would, part he of The Navy afterwards. Was she no. suited up? Well, she
1: was suited up. I don't know why she was in uniform. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that what happens? You help, uh, you help military. I guess maybe she's honorary. She's in?
1: she's an honorary seaman, I guess. But <laughs> but you you know what? What threw me off a little bit too is. Uh, when Seagal was saluting his, his captain at the end of the movie and the, the, it goes to the chick and she has the most concerned face on her look. She doesn't look happy. She doesn't look sad. She just looks so concerned. I don't know why it was just the worst looking face you could put at the end of a movie.
0: They were just like, uh, we don't know how to play this, uh, but we'll, we'll put it together in editing and then they forgot about it. <laughs> just, just roll it. Just roll it. Hey, we're
1: fine. We'll fi- We'll figure it out. But,
0: you pull your tits out again?
1: <laughs> yeah, man, she was pretty hot. I'm just gonna leave her that. I don't wanna get too much detail, but phew, she is she was pretty smoking. I did not I wasn't expecting it. I should have been expecting it, but I wasn't.
0: She's a classic, uh, eighties, nineties babe. Um not necessarily my type, but uh Alan took a liking to her. I did. I did take a liking to her. She looks terrible now. I, I Googled her. She
1: she didn't age very well, but.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Alan.
1: laughs> got to keep it 100 because, you know, I know some of our fans out here are perverts and they're going to Google it. So I just got to give them the Hopefully our
0: fans are perverts.
1: <laughs> but there you go. So that was Under, under Siege for you guys in 1992. Honestly, it was, a, uh, I, it was a good film. I don't want to say great,
0: but it was really good. <laughs> I how like many, it. How many? How many knives are you giving this movie?
1: How many? Uh, one, uh, one to what?
0: Ten, like always. I
1: <laughs> got <laughs> okay, enough for on a five. One to four. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna one give to it three hundred fifty-seven. <laughs> I'm gonna give it seven sharp knives and one dull one.
0: Mm, I like what you did. there. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I will give it. Uh, <laughs> I will give it six sharp knives one butcher knife and one paring knife. That's
1: a guy like that. That's a good grade right there. So there you go, guys. That is under siege one. Hopefully you guys can watch it. Um, For those of you who don't know, there is also another under siege movie. They did a sequel to it. Um, they left it open for a second one So who knows, Seagal's in this, in Under Siege 2 As well, right? Did you see it or not? Or not see it, but did you see the poster?
0: From, from what I heard, they marketed it like he was in it And he was in it for like 10 minutes Oh my <laughs> gosh, what a disappointment, I'm glad you told me that Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the, I have to double check that But I, I think they said like, it was like one of those Like Drew Barrymore scream things Like oh. Okay, but less disappointing you
1: can, you, you can watch it It's disappointing, man Oh well I mean you know what does Maybe d- I still d- might watch it
0: Does it deserve a sequel?
1: It does Because of Because of those two Because of those two dudes At the end of the movie Or that one guy Who was shady In the war room you, I you need I need some justice For To be done about that guy
0: the, the issue I have Is that like If you're doing An Under Siege 2 This means that <laughs> You're going back to the boat The military Military intelligence In the United States Is not what we thought it was <laughs> Or it was supposed to be
1: well, you got to think it was the early 90s, so the intelligence has gotten a lot better. But uh, who knows what it was like, you know, because computers were fairly new at the time. So they were still
0: figuring it out. Yeah, that's true. They didn't have the technology. But uh, hopefully it wasn't another, you know, we're bringing a Playmate onto this ship as well. <laughs> oh It can't happen twice in a row, can it? <sighs> no, nah, there's no way. How could it happen twice? only time will tell the the chick in the movie is like some kind of she's like a superior officer but oh man she joined the the navy and worked her way up through the ranks (laughs) she was
1: a captain of her ship after like two years she was high speed (laughs) you like that term don't you i I do like it yeah she was pretty high speed but so there you go under siege one um you there's our grading right there there's a second one so hopefully you guys can go out there and watch it um maybe in another couple episodes we are going to discuss another movie we'll be watching we haven't decided yet because there is a plethora of movies out there i still want to see lock up but not for
0: $7.99 but we'll figure it out (laughs) but under seats for $3.99 yes Um, (laughs) there you go yeah so everybody uh if you see it on i mean just keep it in mind crack open a beer and wait no don't crack open no don't crack open a beer crack open a Baja blast spiked (laughs) 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 yeah get one of those hopefully they'll be available in other places besides Florida by then or maybe if you're in Florida just crack one of those open or (laughs) smoke meth or whatever you guys do out there classic Florida Um, classic Florida and yeah just give it a shot yeah any 90s movie give it a shot and uh, after that uh, everybody just fuck yourself we mm-hmm.